This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. And you can hear, it's the end of the match. The players are getting cheered off. The crowd are cheering. Birmingham City came down. They tried to conquer. Absolutely no chance. You can hear the crowd singing. Oh, what can it mean? Two up. Absolutely teething tremendous. Brentford 5, Birmingham City 0. For me, this has been one of the best results ever. We waited 25 years for this. (laughs) 25 years. You may have beaten us back in 95. You may have beaten us back in the Leyland Daff Trophy. But today been absolutely teething tremendous you took our team but you did nothing with it trust me I'm happy everyone who listens to the Besotted podcast every week knows how much it's meant to all us Brentford fans it's been absolutely teething tremendous I've had a great day I've had my mate Dave Owen out of him listen we're mates off the pitch Birmingham and Brentford off the pitch is all good but when it comes onto the pitch we want to do the Birmingham City and we've done exactly what they didn't shy away today normally Brentford they fluff it they get to the games like this and they don't do the business but today listen it could have been 10 it should have been 10 and we're a bit disappointed it was only 5 aren't we yeah I mean I didn't think I could be, ever be disappointed with a 5-0 win against Birmingham City but I mean I think 8 would have been fair we had loads and loads of chances second half just just past the post etc etc but no I mean uh, we, we were fantastic throughout today really really good Birmingham I thought were eager you know they were quite good at closing us down early on in each half but you know once we got our foot on the ball played around them they are a very very ordinary side we are a very very good side with loads of tricks loads of skill and we look fantastic excuse me I'm having a bit of a dance here you know uh, choo-key, he choo-key. he's dancing I'm dancing <laughs> listen the Newcastle fan if you listen to our podcast after the match of Sunderland he was dancing at the station but there's no dancing like this one <laughs> the Dutchman that, that was listen you you were with me back in the day the Birmingham City days back in the day 
We had the battles then, you know what I'm saying? I know everyone's saying we shouldn't hark back to then. But, you know, these things live with you, didn't you? And that, that was like exercising some ghosts, wasn't it? Yeah, that was teeth in tremendous, mate. That was great from start to finish. I'm genuinely a little bit disappointed that we didn't score more. Oh, we just said that. Because, you know, it really could have been more. But once we got the first goal, we were superb. Unstoppable going forwards. Everyone was up for it, you know. The, the team talk probably gave itself probably the longest I've ever heard any song sung really for 87 minutes of one song respect to Peter Gillam for um, his musical choices at half time oh, and, and, and at full time most games as well um, all in all a cracking evening uh, that needs to be continued in the pub right now I'm going to ask you want to dance with me yeah, I already have a dance I already have yes <laughs> we'll have a dance come on oh yes let's celebrate let's celebrate listen are you going to celebrate let's celebrate ten times ten times ten times ten times ten times yeah yeah listen they're not going to take Harry Potter from us are they definitely not till I die we'll keep it mate till I die listen what a tremendous absolutely TV tremendous result wasn't it? Well, I have to say but I thought it was a very disappointing performance today yeah. it was 10 for the taking and it wasn't there was it yeah. what can I say no, no. what a performance brilliant the whole team performed today Woodsy when it came on I thought it was outstanding and we got what we wanted from our play we showed it Glimps it all season, he got a lovely two lovely goals. Could have had hat trick, but there you go. So could so could have Watkins. Where was Watkins when we needed him for a hat trick? And there you go. And we're not gonna we're not thinking about people here because it's time for celebration, but we've been saying it from time. You need to give players a bit of time. Even you, the Frosty, the man play today, two goals today. You mustn't dig, mustn't dig the players out. Give them time. We we get the players who are rough and they take a bit of time to smooth them out and make them into proper diamonds. Diamonds! <laughs> Just like a dance! Just like a dance! Listen, it's not even on video. This is like a podcast that we're just... <laughs> uh, listen, how great, was, how great was that? Fucking awesome. Yeah? I mean, did you expect that? Or, you know, it's been, it's been a long time coming because we, we, we smashed some teams off the park and we ain't got the results we deserve. But today... I mean, we didn't even get the result we deserved today. Should have been seven or eight, shouldn't it? Ten. Ten nil. Yeah. <laughs> Ten nil. Easy. But tell me, t- tell me about that one. Tell me about that game. Well, Bentley didn't have a shot to stop, did he? Oh, he did. In the second half. Oh, was it? Yeah, but we won't talk about that. No, <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> no, honestly. Yeah. I hate Birmingham, so I'm fucking glad we won, mate. Listen, I don't listen, give a shit what the fucking result was. And I'm was. saying to you, I mean, I'm with you, but only on the pitch. I've got some good, good, good good Birmingham friends well, I'm so going to say I. that so I've got I. some great Birmingham friends so it's all on the pitch 90 minutes so as long as we do it on the, on the pitch 90 minutes which is all good isn't it it's good mate it's good it's good I, I can't say anymore mate I'm, I'm you're tongue crying. tied yes I'm it's just silly <laughs> we're back in the boozer and I've got my man a good friend here Davo from Birmingham we chatted to Davo well it's only yesterday we had a good old chat about Birmingham City Birmingham were trying to be like Brentford and we were talking about the game and Davo wasn't holding out too much hope I thought to be quite honest with you it could go either way because you know Harley Dean and none of the other players I thought they'd be up for getting a result today as it goes it looks like you were right Davo isn't it I said 2-0 Brentford and i tell you what I wish it had been because that was an absolute disgrace like we said it started off quite evenly you said we should have had a penalty I didn't quite see it but to go 1-0 down and then just have the heads drop 
pathetic performance. There was just nothing there once again. And like you say, we're talking about trying to be like Brentford. Bloody hell. I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's difficult for us because we thought actually in the first 10, 15 minutes, I thought you took it to us. You really, you know, you talked about the Millwall game, saying how terrible you are, the Villa game. But in the first 10, 15 minutes, you took it to us. And I thought, hold on to Brentford, you need to wake up. You need to wake up because we can't be having Birmingham City doing us on our own turf like they do pretty much every season. But after that, it just flipped. And, you know, we, we took a shot from outside the area, which we don't normally do. And the thing is that we say is that if you take them chances, sometimes they may go anywhere, but they came and your goalkeeper went down. We've got no idea how that went in the back of the net, but it did. And that was absolutely tremendous. And after that, it was all over. And we, it's almost like we were just turning gears and we were getting better and better. And by the second half, I'm not being funny, it was like you were running around chasing shadows. We, were, we missed the post, goalkeeper was saving the ball. It was the second half, we were all over you. It should have been about eight yeah, or nine. It should have. Uh, to be honest, we're lucky to get away with five because you were all over us and it was as if you were just toying with us. We all knew the game was over at one, let alone two or three. Like you said, the first goal, Al Stockdale's let that in, I don't know. Obviously, everyone makes mistakes, but at this time, the way things are going, we need every bit of luck we can get. We didn't get it today. We got one nil down, and that was it. Game over. And it was just a question of how many you were going to score. And, and it's interesting, because you talk about the Stockdale. I, I was very surprised, because the Stockdale, I thought it was a wicked goalkeeper for Brighton. And then all of a sudden, he popped up at Birmingham City. Yep. Okay, fair enough. At the same time, you know, Hotter on the 40 grand. Dean on the 20 grand you know so it's, it shows you that the money's gone but I, I was confused I thought why is he Brighton are just on the verge of the Premier League yeah. and then he's got the Birmingham City and it's a very strange thing it was confusing to us even because we've got Thomas Kushak who's been a really good keeper for us very reliable good servant not put a foot wrong to be quite honest he's getting on a bit but for us to sign Stockdale came a bit out of the blue Stockdale was the keeper of the year last year in the championship and we thought fair enough we're obviously we've got big goals we've got money to spend I understand he's on 35k a week highest paid keeper in the championship he's had moments for us but as you saw today he was at fault for the first goal and it was downhill from there in your team I mean look are there any shining nights? I'm going to say this and I'm going to probably make Birmingham fans happy here. I mean, they probably heard me a little bit earlier on. We were dancing on the terrace and everything like that. But you have to understand, we're capturing this podcast. It's the, it's the, it's the crux of the moment. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're feeling the vibe. So the final whistle's gone. People were hugging and dancing and singing. And it was fantastic. But they're coming back to that, we went to Sunderland on Saturday. And I have to say that still, even though we beat you 5-0, we still think that Sunderland were a worse team than Birmingham City, believe it or not. Well, that's one of the silver linings that we've got to cling on to. Um, like you said, first 10 or 15 minutes, we looked okay. It was a big improvement from the last two games. And maybe if we could just capture that and get a bit of luck on our side, we can get a result on Saturday. But the game's come thick and fast, and I'm, I'm worried that a day like today can really hit the confidence. And it could all just be downhill from here. Saturday, you've got the Barnsley. Teams like Barnsley, as I say, very similar to teams like Brentford and teams like Preston. Yeah. Um, are you are you going to be a bit worried having a double header of teams like? Well, I'll tell you what, it's a six-pointer because they're in the thick of it, we're in the thick of it. If we lose that one, we're going to be in big trouble and I don't know how much longer Steve Cottrell can be in a job. And just, just coming back, and I know certain, you know, 
the Brentford three. Obviously, Harley Dean had a bit of a warm reception today. I, mean, you, I said to you that sometimes you can't hear the home fans from where you are because the way that the acoustics are in the stadium, you've got a low roof, you can hear yourself singing, you can't hear anything else. But there was, uh, you did hear some things, didn't you? Listen, I mean, it's pretty clear what you think of Harley Dean uh, from start to finish. And to add insult to injury, you even played the song over the PA at the end. Daydream Believer by the Monkeys, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Obviously, the fans are all singing along. Bit cheeky, but it's, it's nice to see, actually. It's nice to see a club do something a bit different like that get involved with the fans and I'm sure you all appreciated it listen we appreciate that baby with the dancing with the celebration time at the end as well with the cool and the game um, interesting as well um, can't say too much about Maxim Collin because he, he looked like a he looked like a different player to when he was at Brentford. Just lacking confidence, you think? Not got any good players around him. All right, he's just you know hoofing the ball up there. Yeah. You know, just not just not making the moves like he was before. But Hotter, I'm not being funny, but when Hotter came on, he was like a different person. He looked like a rabbit in the headlights. He looked like he didn't want to be there. You know, he's probably thinking, I come onto this stage normally, and they roll out the red carpet. They've got women throwing themselves, they're throwing their knickers at me. You know what I'm saying? This is what normally happens to be a Griffin Bar. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's gone on there, he's, he's getting booze, and it's almost like he didn't want a ball, he just wanted to get off. Yeah, I mean, it was just a complete non-factor, as he has been many times for us, and he's so, like you said, a fish out of water. You said before the game to me, when his head's down, his head really is down, and you can see it today, he's got no confidence, he doesn't know where he fits in on, in this side he doesn't feel the warmth of the fans of the club and it's just all very uncomfortable at the minute and it's the Brentford fans were singing after about 15 10 15 minutes he touched the ball that he's touched the ball Hotter's touched the ball they were singing as well which um, he probably ain't feeling that because normally he'd be picking up the ball from the from the touchline and then he'd be running it all the way down the other end but I'm just so surprised we're not seeing any of that his confidence is shot the, uh, the few good moments that he's had have been followed up by either a poor performance or Cottrell taking him out of the side and as fans we look at him and we say wow six million quid for that we know the wages that he's on high expectations and he's just not delivered anything very very difficult so listen Davo final thing here I know you had a little tour took you on a little tour of Brentford we took you to east side before we came to west side you had a look at our new stadium so you're you're seeing where hopefully you might be in a couple of years time you, you never know maybe maybe not you might be looking up at us but no, no but you saw our new stadium yeah like you said we just hope to be playing you again the next couple of seasons but no it's been really good today I want to say Brentford as a place the people down here absolutely sound obviously we've got a bit of a rivalry you've, you put one over us today which was long overdue I've seen the place where the new ground's going to be and I can imagine if you keep pushing on like this that new ground's going to be rocking and fair play to you because it's, it's nice to see a club full of proper football people who are welcoming obviously you play the game you enjoy it we're back in the pub now having a drink and I tell you what it's been a great day and it's been a credit to you yeah. and Wicked Dave uh, listen like I said to you we got the three points off you it's all about on the pitch the rivalry is on the pitch but at the end of the day we're friends off the pitch as we yeah. say you know which is all good you and all the other Blues for All and the Brummy Joe and the Sam from the Shrewsbury and all the other Blues fans which is all good yeah. off the pitch you can all buy me a beer when you see me next you know what I'm saying who knows when that'll be it might be a few years from now <laughs>
We've got the Allard in the house here, giving his new road perspective. You know what I'm saying? He's watching it from a different perspective from the rest of us from behind the goal. And listen, the Allard, any points that you said? I know you were talking about Birmingham's pressing game. Interesting, wasn't it? Well, it just seemed to me the more the, the more goals we score, the, more, the higher they pressed. Um, I just, it, it was a bit, I don't know, it seemed a bit flawed because I think, um, I think if you press against teams that can't play the ball, then you've got half a chance that are trying to play the ball. But I think we're quite good at it nowadays. Might have been a different story four years ago um, when when you know when we let goals in almost regularly. What a game when we tried to pass it around in the back. We don't make those mistakes nowadays. And um, every time when we broke through that, we seemed to be literally playing four on four. And I thought it was you know mildly suicidal on Birmingham's um, part. Um, but you know it was a. A pretty decent um, evening in the end, wasn't it? It was. It was terrific, tremendous, as we say. But as we say, and we chat to Dave O'Hare, it, it could have been a different story because in in the first 10, 15, 20 minutes, it was it's quite even. And Birmingham did, you know, they matched us to play the game, and yeah. uh, and, and and they even potentially they could have got a, they could have got a penalty as well. Um, now, probably in retrospect, even if they got that penalty, it probably wouldn't have made a difference to the overall result. Well, well, the thing is though. We always that you know if a team goes one nil up, you know it's it's it, it's harder to you know I'd, I'd rather be facing a team a nil nil than one nil, and you know the way they sort of it can galvanise a team. I don't think there's any doubt that Birmingham have got decent players. I just I just don't think they've got a system that works for them. It, possibly with the players they've got, that's probably because they've let you know who spend a load of money, you know willy-nilly and you end up with a you know a load of players can you get into playing together Cottrell's probably I mean uh, do I know if Cottrell's a good manager or not I'm not really sure um, but he's probably got his work cut out uh, with, with with the squad he's got and and you know we go back to this we said it about Sunderland and I'm going to say the same about Birmingham it, it, you know it, thank God there's a load of badly run clubs in this league that do have money to spend because if they would well run clubs with the money to spend that Birmingham have had to spend um, we'd be we'd be up against it and we'd be probably you know we'd be, we'd be 12th instead of 10th well we'd probably yeah well there's there's more that, there, let's face it there's more than Birmingham that, that are badly run um, we'd be struggling but thankfully because there are these clubs we can perform at this level interesting we, today we've had two players we've got Ollie Watkins scored a couple of goals and we've also had the Neil Malpay scored a couple of well, goals no, no, Neil Malpay didn't he he's didn't. no it was an own goal because actually when he had the open I hate to say this but certainly from my angle the, um, the goal was at his mercy it was an open goal after it was dragged back when the goalkeeper messed up um, it was going wide until the Birmingham player got his head on it and it went in it was an own goal and it, was it credited as an own goal in the, in the, on the... Some, actually somebody shouted it was a minute ago yeah it's just it has been credited as an own goal now apparently so but it was an own goal it weren't going in but it was, it, I'll tell you what if it been another one of their misses it would have been added to the Cardiff miss it, was a bad, it would have been a bad miss he, he did create he did create the opportunity though well, he was in the right place and he had an open goal and he shot wide. I mean, look, I don't, I don't, I don't want to dig him out too much because he had a, you know, Malpay is improving every week. We're seeing it now and we're starting to reap some of the rewards of sticking with him or, or well, I don't know about sticking with him, having to stick with him. Um, and, um, you know, he had, he, had, he had a pretty decent game tonight. I just thought it was interesting. Well, I thought I'd make the point uh, when you said he scored two because he didn't. Okay, and also, I'm going to save that game as well because we're talking about Birmingham started off well. And then, but I thought it's almost like we kept we were notched it up as the game went on it was just like you know we second gear and then we moved to third gear and fourth gear again I, I don't you know it sounds like I'm calling players out but we went from first gear to 
fourth gear when um, Josh when um, when Woods when Ryan Woods came on and Josh McCracken went off and and you know that, that is the way it is. Maybe Josh was having a bad night, but Woods made a massive difference when he came on. I think he made us more mobile in midfield and um, and it changed the game for me. I think that was that was actually a turning point in my book. That was a turning point, but that was in the first half. But in the second half, I mean. We were passing the ball around. We were missing chances. We could have yeah. scored about another three or four goals. You know, Birmingham City were falling all over the place by that stage, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, they, they came out and gave it a go for three or four minutes and and looked like, you know, maybe they'd drag a goal back or something. They had a few, they had a corner or two and stuff. But um, but once we got the third, they just capitulated and um, and kept pressing higher, which opened up even more space at the back. So, hit by 4 0, they'd probably thrown the towel in completely, to be honest. I don't even think they were, don't even think press was a word. They were just wandering around, really. So, look, final thoughts from the final thoughts from the Allard. Listen, today, you know, we've had a couple of not great results, and we've had a couple of half decent results, admittedly against inverted commas relegation sides, but you can only beat what's in front of you, as we keep on saying yeah, week in, true. week out. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I thought we flattered to deceive on Saturday. I said that. Thought tonight we did the job. Um, did the job we needed to do. Uh, and to be honest, we could have scored more goals in the second half. Um, so, you know, but you've got to beat what's in front of you. So I, I sort of, I listened back to what I said Saturday and I, and I probably didn't give us enough credit. But, but tonight I thought, yeah, more credit to us. I thought we, do you know what? I thought we kept going um, this, tonight, which I thought on Saturday we took our foot off the gas. Tonight I thought we kept going, and, and which was good. And especially with 90 minutes already in their legs from Saturday and another game coming Saturday, I, it would have been easy to have really sat back. But I thought we, you know, we pushed and we, and we kept going. It was good. Back in the booth, we've got the bees here in the house. The Lord Lou Can. And the Lord Lou Can. Listen, TV tremendous, wasn't it? Yeah, what a, what a wonderful send-off for, for Griffin Park under the lights. You know, we think maybe we've probably got about eight more midweek games at Griffin Park left before we leave. And what, what a send-off for this season. What a send-off for this season. I'm still gobsmacked. My feet, are, my feet are aching after dancing. I've danced so much today. And like I said to you, no disrespect, listen, listen to this football. Birmingham City fans who may be listening, as we said, we've got our mate, we've got Davo, we've got all sorts of characters. But we have to, these moments, we have to savour them. And I've properly savoured this one, like, you know. And like I said, we play Fulham, we play KPR, we enjoy this kind of stuff. But for some reason, today was totally teething tremendous. It was just marvellous. You know, the culmination of the history and then the buying of the players and, the, and, 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 and everything. But anyway, just put the game. I mean, Brentford, they also. They delivered because this is a game that we could have really scuppered ourselves, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was I was travelling across town with some some brummies, and they were saying that was a, this was a must win against a mid-table team, uh, and I was sort of saying, uh, you know, I, I I don't know which way it would go, thinking that thinking we were part of that kind of middling pack. But yet again, we're, it's like we're the anti-Arsenal. It's like when in the new year there is nothing to play for. We start, we, we, we throw the choking out and we start this run. And now it's really interesting to see teams like Bristol City buckling and teams like teams like Preston and Brentford and Middlesbrough now. We're, we're sort of we're, we're we're tracking down a couple of teams in the in the playoffs. Indeed. So I mean, listen. The, the, 
Oh, do you, have you got any words about the Brentford three at all? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have plenty of words. More calmer than Chris Kamara today. Yeah, yeah. I have. I have. Harley Dean. Uh, the geezer did not know what day it was. Who, who he was. Yeah, and, and, and good, good, good on him. He, he got everything he deserved. Yotta, like I don't know. Like I know the geezer's earning more money, but he's wasted a year or two or three before he's ever going to reach the top flight. And if he really wants to play at the top flight, like he said, he's he's gone the wrong way about it. And you know, Colin, Maxine Colin, fair play. Maxine Colin played like a slightly poorer version of Maxine Colin, but I like the guy. I'm got. I, I thought the I thought the vitriol was uh, relative to the uh, to to all the hype. Indeed. So listen, you're having a beer. I've got the laney man here as well. The lady man, I know that you're, you, you, you've been holding this back because you were jumping almost as much as I was today, weren't you? I was, cr- I was almost laughing so much I lost a lung tonight. Honestly, I, I, the, that second half, I thought Birmingham started quite brightly. I thought they, for five minutes, they looked like they could get a goal back. Um, but then when we got the third... It ended up being like a freak show, like a it was it was just like a circus. The fourth goal, Stockdale juggled it and he and he did what he did, and then uh, then the, you know I thought Morpay had knocked it into an empty goal, but apparently it was an own goal. Um, and then the fifth goal, you know, it, there was there was comedy moments. Um, Punctuated football brilliance by Brentford. You know, we we I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to hear too much about they were awful. They were, but we were brilliant. We were brilliant, um, and you know we, we we just played really really well. And um, you know it was just a really great second half. Harley Dean got it big time, um, and you know I, I feel I feel very proud to be a B tonight. And it's interesting you say it's interesting you say that um, Harley Dean got it big time you know but also like I said to you it's almost like because we played Sunderland on Saturday first half we were very good we were passing the ball pinging the ball around they were chasing shadows in the second half we were a little bit disappointed because it's almost like we thought we've beaten them and they're not very good we didn't try but it almost looks like we were saving it up for today because today we were absolutely potty for it yeah possibly you know and you know the, the irony is they, they did they did take three of our best players from us and we still beat three first team players and we still beating them 7 0 on aggregate hey! Hey! Well, they're, 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 showing, they're showing the goals now on Sky in a minute so you might hear a bit of whoa in the background but um, you know I, I, we're beating them 7 0 on aggregate um, and that's with that's with, their, with our three players they've bought you know, we—if if anyone needs, um, a, you know, a shot in the arm or a reminder of, you know, how we're recruiting and how we're replenishing—you saw it tonight. You know, it's not may not always go our way, but tonight, my God, we deserve that. I, I, I look, we had an injury from one of our one of our starters went off after 20 minutes which probably helped us actually yeah which probably did yeah we've got a strong old bench and we've got we've got people well up for it and it's just it's just taking this this fearlessness now there's something about the team Watkins is un-fucking real I'd give my fucking bone marrow to Watkins he's that good he is wonderful and Malpay now he's got the confidence 
it's, it's a, a, a Flojo people you know Flojo yeah, he has a swipe occasionally but the geezer's going to hit double figures and then, then we've got we've got Mark Condes judge on the bench you know this is and McLeod this is unreal this is we're it, it, I don't know this might be the boot this might be the booze on a Tuesday night talking but you know you're starting to think this tilt this tilt there's always a gamble yeah, we've got what 13 games left, eight wins and eight, eight wins, three, four draws, and a couple of defeats. You could find yourself find yourself fighting for sixth place. What would kill me would be knowing that the draw at QPR or the draw at home to Burton kept us out of the playoffs. Interesting people people moaning that we haven't bought a a, a striker to replace VBay. Uh, is that still reverberating around the terraces, or do you think that one's calmed down? No, I, I think people forget. People forget as soon as you got players who can score from every position. Uh, they, 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 that's what people really want goals. They don't really care about. We've always had goals, goals, though, haven't we? Exactly. Well, that's it. Yeah, I think people, people want people people want what they know, and, and everyone wanted Andre Gray, and then they wanted Scott Hogan, and they wanted Lassie Vive, and uh, yeah, and then they then they want Neil Malpay, and then they'll want whoever's next after that, and it, that's the way it goes. Interesting. Um, we're talking about Steve Cottrell he wants Birmingham to be like Brentford Laney I'm going to ask you how long do you think it would be for Birmingham to be and it's not a disrespect it's just that we didn't say it he, he, put, he said in this press conference and he, he said it he says he wants Birmingham to be like Brentford to be on both on and off the pitch looking at that match today how long do you think it will take how far does light travel in a year well, well, well. I will say Harry Redknapp did try. He tried really fucking hard to make Birmingham Brentford. Yeah, that's what we said. We, we, we wrote, a light year. Yeah, we, we said that in the article that we wrote today as well. We wrote an article today. We said Harry Redknapp did try to make Birmingham Brentford, but they missed out on a few elements. But how long do you think it might take? A light year. One light year. Okay. Which is probably about a million normal years. So it's quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, never. So listen, just finishing this one up here today. So, I mean, Brentford... We had a little blip. Playoffs is out the window. However, what do you reckon? Um, well, again, go, we, we go again. We go again on Saturday. Leeds United, um, it's going to be a, another tough game. So, yeah, we, we need to go there and get a point. We're going to go there and get a point? OK, we know what we need to do. Just coming back to this game today, I just want to say, just quickly, I want to do some positive notes on today today. Any other positive notes? Just a, a great, a, the whole team. I thought Barbés fucking stood up. I thought everyone stood up, be counted. Another, another clean sheet against a, te- a team that needed it. I think, I think people be watching and going, they'll, they'll be looking at us, going, Jesus, they've got four or five serious goal threats. Yeah, and, and we'll start, we'll start people changing their formation to sort of to sort of suit us turning up. Yeah, this is it. This might, this, we, we, we might be going from also rounds to being a threat after tonight listen Flojo was one of the biggest plus points for me today I thought Flojo had one of his best games for us tonight so look final final words Brentford where do we go from here we go to Leeds that's what we do but no but we go we, 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 we've got over a little a little dip um, and we're, we're on the rise again we're, we're you know we're, we're going to be more confident we go to we go to Ellen Road 
looking looking for another win. So come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. Listen, this is Besotted Pride of West London podcast. This is absolutely wicked. We've got our bees friends here today. We've got our Birmingham friends here, David and Evan in the house. I want to say, listen, 90 minutes on the pitch has been wicked. But at the end of the day, off the pitch, we're all friends here together. Don't forget, we've got our end of season social. 4th of May, we've got a little video from our guest, from our main man. He sent it today. We spent 10 minutes crying and laughing at it because it is hilarious. Go to Besotted.com. Go to social. Get your tickets as well. Other than that, um, just give us a little thumbs up. Go to iTunes and say, listen, subscribe. And also just give us a review, which is all good. And also, final thing as we say, we are Brentford. We're going to Leeds on Saturday. They're not going to be happy. £39, 20 is plenty. We're not going. We're not going. But the other bees can go. Go there and shout and give your support for the bees as we say. Come on, you bees. Come on, Dana. Say it. Come on, you blue. Keep right on, Brentford. Keep right on. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.